0: So, fuck yes, welcome to After the Hyperion. your host is always Brian Dressel, with me as always is Jonathan Hardesty, howdy ho, Chewy Darso, Hello. and Sam Garrison, Hello. Uh, sitting in this week again it for, yeah, <laughs> well you've been on four in a row, I feel like I can say it at this point, <laughs> since Emily had to take two weekends off and the two weekends we were recording two episodes, <laughs> she could not have lined up better. She uh, was
1: available the weekend of our baby shower.
0: That's true, when we weren't here she was available, yeah. oh well. Timing. <laughs> Uh, this week, we have a very special guest. We have Mackenzie Peacock back. Hello. Hi, Mackenzie. Uh, very rarely we have you on to not talk about animated films. Today is such an occasion.
2: I'll be <laughs> animated to talk
0: about this. <laughs> not drawing you for the breakdown, sorry. Yeah, that would be... Oh, man. Damn it! An, I'm leaving. If you were an animator <laughs> for the breakdown, that would have been amazing. <laughs> also, couldn't do that in a couple days.
3: Yeah, I feel like we just quickly you know, see a thing. And be like, you know, I don't I'll, I'll give you, you a whole
0: week. It's going to be okay. okay yeah.
3: <laughs> we could do
4: an Attack on Titan style, just a slideshow.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and even still, though, a week later, how far did you get? Uh, three seconds. She's waved. <laughs> She's waved. <laughs> just put
2: the poster filter on her.
0: Yeah, that would be fine. <laughs> Um, Just
2: shrink the breakdown. I can do it in five seconds. It'll be mm -hmm. fine. (laughs) Growing up! (laughs)
3: Exactly. That's all it is. That's all it is. (laughs) Girl and mom. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: We'll do a quick where have you been doing? I can go first. I have rewatched seasons one through five. Yeah, one through five of Archer um, over the past two weeks and I love the fuck out of Archer. I, I... Adam Reed just he he knows how to just target my funny bone. Unlike almost any writer out there today, um, going all the way back to C-Lab twenty twenty one, like his stuff just destroys me. I, I don't, I honestly don't get it. Like because a lot of his jokes carry over from like show to show to show. Like he does a lot of literary jokes that I just find fucking hysterical. He's also got a cadence to all the like, yeah his humor over time that you just get into that into the flow of it and yeah and I like
4: also just love screaming. We can never go back to Arizona. <laughs> Whenever somebody
0: says Arizona, absolutely I scream. We can never go back to to Arizona. And I
4: have to hold it back because no one at
0: work will understand what I'm saying. Uh, God help if you break a bowl around me. (laughs) That's our last bowl. (laughs) Like it just it just brings me joy. And (laughs) and now like when people leave food on the floor at home or like the kid does, like this is how we get ants. (laughs) (laughs)
3: We've also learned. We will always
1: have ants in this apartment.
0: Yeah, we. No just matter mean, what we do. Yeah, it was just kind of unfortunate when it comes to that. But no, so Something going is cursed. <laughs> it really is. Flies in the summer, ants in the winter. Yay! Um. But no, so going through Archer again and going back to the beginning, it's kind of funny because he came fresh off of Exticles, which was a show they tried at Adult Swim and was canceled almost immediately, and kind of rightfully so. It didn't really work that well without, um, fr- uh. Face and Awesome X there. Um So he came into this show, and watching the beginning of Archer, it feels like an extension of Frisky Dingo. Like, the characters all talk the same. They even have some of the same actors who came back. And, like, the cadence of dialogue and everything, it's basically Frisky Dingo season three, but with none of, like, the craziness of Frisky Dingo. And then as the show goes on, it really finds its own voice and just turns into one of the funniest shows it's ever been on TV. Uh, and now they're just doing incredibly brilliant things where they're just... All right, so this is Archer Dreamland, where he's a PI detective, and it's just like crazy alternate reality, but with the characters of Archer. And they just announced what season nine is going to be, but I don't remember what that is, but it's the same sort of thing, this crazy outlandish scenario with the characters from Archer. And it's like, it's so smart and like a really cool way to keep your show like fresh and new and exciting and... I, I can't sing the praises of just Adam Reed and company in general.
1: I still miss them actually working for ISIS, but I think one of the reasons they had to stop doing that is because of the real
3: ISIS. Because of the
0: real, well, <laughs> they still work for that company in season six, and then seven is when he starts the private eye firm. Yeah, and then then eight is when they start doing the craziness, but it all still works. It's all still funny, but yeah, I mean, I did they
4: do Archer Vice for a minute? That there was fine. Season was five, five. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. yeah. Archer Vice is. One of my favorite seasons of any show. Is it really? It's so good. They
4: kind of lost me for a minute.
0: They did for it. It, it took my second or third watch of the whole season up. for me to actually enjoy it. Because the okay. first time I watched, it, I'm like, this just doesn't feel the same. And then after I kind of get, well, it's not. Yeah. It, it's really just it's a big parody, and it's just fucking. And it's when Pam really becomes the Pam that I like, like the cokehead crazy Pam, and then she gets really like self conscious because she gets skinny but has huge boobs and she's very happy about her boobs, but is unhappy about being skinny. And it's like, it's just fucking hilarious.
4: Pam is like, just one of the greatest characters. She
0: really is. And I just, I, there's like a behind the scenes videos of like how like the voice people will fuck with her by making her eat like a thousand bear claws to get like one line. And like, oh yeah, we got in the beginning. We just want to see how many you'd eat. It's
3: like, <laughs> <Shh>.
0: <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's good <laughs> shit. I can get lost on like the Archer and just like Adam Reed rabbit hole so hard today in the shower is watching Fiskadingo again just because yeah. I had to. Higger pants. <laughs> Anyhow. Your showers
1: have gotten longer since you started watching TV during them. Yeah, I know. Wait,
2: quick question. Yeah. You watch TV in the shower?
0: Well, some people listen to music. Some people don't do anything. And I realized that I have a waterproof phone that can stream Hulu Why not just watch TV in the shower?
2: Yeah, his his showers have gotten a lot longer. I was gonna say, like,
4: how much time are you spending?
2: Don't live in a house. (laughs) I went from about
0: ten to fifteen minute shower to a fifteen to twenty minute shower. Not that much longer. All this
4: rain because Brian is the (laughs) California. He's destroying our water supply. And now we know who to blame. Yeah. (laughs) Brian Dressel and almonds.
0: No shame. (laughs) Brian Dressel and the thing that would kill him. (laughs) We have one thing in common. We oh. hate water. <laughs> <laughs> or just They would grass. kill me too. Almonds would kill me too.
2: I like my brain. Fuck almonds. <laughs> right? You should stop having grass.
0: Almonds are bullshit. I've Fuck them. I've never em. thought about
2: multitasking in the shower, but that's, that's interesting. Yeah. You clearly never seen the, the Seinfeld episode. Oh, cooking dinner in the shower? Yeah. That's a great idea. Oh though. my God. If I could do that, idea. I totally would. <laughs> How do you install a food dis- uh, disposal system in my tub? I just feel like I'm already <laughs> doing something in the shower. Like I'm busy when I'm in there. I don't ha- need to, like, do other things.
0: I contemplate all my poor life choices. <laughs> and I watch there, TV. And I just stand there for a while, like, oh. All
1: right. But, John, where have you been doing?
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of poor life choices, I watched uh, Doctor Strange <laughs> on Netflix. It's not that bad. No, it's, it's not, not that bad. It's not bad.
4: It's got <laughs> Tilda and Madge. No, 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 shut it's your not, whore mouth. It's not, it's not bad,
0: but I couldn't resist the stab. Sure. So it was funny to me. Uh, but, no, I watched it. It was fun. It was enjoying. It was enjoying. I enjoyed it. Um, it was enjoy. It was enjoy. It was enjoy. <laughs> much, much enjoyed. Yeah, the acting was good. I liked Tilden there, and I liked uh, Mads, even though he didn't really do anything. Um,
3: Very pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Very pleasure. Much enjoy. Super happy. Uh, wow. But we were talking about this
0: off the show. Uh, it had some weird moments where the humor really undercut what could have been really good moments. Yeah. And I just hated the humor in the movie. Like the humor just wasn't working. It just didn't fit. It didn't match. It just was out of place. Um, it just didn't work. It, I wasn't jiving with it the entire time. You heard it
4: here, folks. John yeah. hates
0: humor.
1: But <laughs> that's laughing sucks. He hates happy. I tappy. loved his sequence during Thor Ragnarok so much because...
0: In Ragnarok, he felt more like Doctor
3: Strange. He felt like he Doctor Strange. Strange. The humor was coming <laughs> from Thor
1: while Doctor Strange was very, very serious the entire time. And he was he hilarious that. though. He was torturing Loki and
4: getting the beer. That's the kind oh of Doctor God. Strange I want. Yeah. yeah, Yeah.
0: See, like there was one scene in the movie where i falling
4: he's for 20 minutes <laughs> i just love that he's more powerful than loki and the, the look in their faces when they encounter i just want to see okay. that
0: I'm, <laughs> <just like laughs> I'm actually pretty hyped for that now now that you mentioned that but next week guys <laughs> but no it was, it was fine it was a fine we'll movie worthy in its spot kind of in the lineup of just oh they made a doctor strange movie cool I will say this in Doctor Strange's defense is that the difference between that and Black Panther, and I'm not trying to take a dig at Black Panther, but Doctor Strange, they finished their special effects. Black Panther, they didn't, and there's a okay. big difference Fair for enough. The, the effects were really good, and um, I guess I liked what they did with the how he defeated the boss, like the end villain. Yeah. Just like... Stop! No, I don't want to do this anymore. Like he turned it around on him. I thought in a clever way.
1: If I was that villain, I would have been very upset too. I'd be like, "This is freaking irritating." I also like the villain is
0: he annoyed the villain. The cover batch. He annoyed the villain to leave, and I was like, "That's fun for me." <laughs> and that's very Doctor Strange. Yeah. that is pure him. Yeah, uh, Chewy, what about you? Where have you been doing?
1: Um, not as much. Again, <laughs> okay, I've been it's just like seriously. My life right now is: I get home, I spent all my energy at work. So I'm just laying on the couch watching Grimm.
0: Cooking a baby. Cooking a baby.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Grimm, though. But the two side things... Much sleep, very cook. I haven't talked about, I guess. Um, I watched an episode of Goldberg's, and it didn't involve the sister at all. It was a better episode for it. Wow. uh, Which was nice. It's a bold move. Yeah, it's just because we all agree sorry the sister went off to college she doesn't really work in the show very well anymore every time you try to go back to her it just feels annoying like just let her be in college bring her back when it's actually important (laughs) yeah uh and i had a very i don't think i talked about this i did bring up svu recently but not this episode uh i keep seeing things involving babies Uh, shocker shocker you see them everywhere now it just keeps happening now and a lot of them aren't very happy and the episode of SVU was about a baby who was born with a condition that pretty much essentially turned it into a vegetable within three months
0: which vegetable? (laughs) So, Undercut the seriousness of that. It's so, it's so weird to have a thought.
3: So, so
2: clearly Brian's not having that same anxiety it's, it's, that Chewie feels when uh, she sees It
0: things. is so weird to have a thought sync up with someone's actual words and realize you didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was but like,
1: it was a very sad episode because, I mean, actually I touched, I, I connected with it on two levels now. Yeah. One, about fears of having a child that isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, the episode centered around rights to death.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Um
1: because this baby wasn't alive. It couldn't breathe on its own. It was never going to get better. The doctors were telling the parents that it was essentially brain dead. There was nothing they could do, but they couldn't kill it. They couldn't <coughs> let it die.
0: That's a big um, matzo ball right? Yeah, there.
1: because the mm-hmm. 'cause the, technically they were keeping it alive, but you know, the whole thing about you're never supposed to do harm in the medical industry, and I'm and I'm on the side of sometimes you should just let somebody die.
2: Just... Well, that's why we live in California. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: but uh, so that was pretty much what the episode was about, is how the mom wanted to let her son die while the dad didn't. The dad, for some reason, was holding on to some hope that he'd get out of it, even though all the doctors said, this is impossible. Uh, and then Barba, the district attorney, had a moment with the mother, and he just told her, leave the room told the mother leave the room and he flipped the switch so then the rest of the episode is how do we convict him for murder essentially and he's a district attorney Uh, (laughs) and so it's a very heavy episode yeah and then in so it was getting me emotionally with all of that stuff. And then its I find out at the end, it's the episode that he's leaving. Ooh. He's <laughs> no longer the district attorney in SBU. And that actor is phenomenal. Who is it? Uh, I never remember his name. Raul something. Raul Esparza? Esparza. He is phenomenal. I don't know. Maybe he's going back to Broadway because he's a singer and dancer. As uh, well. Maybe they're bringing back Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> was he in Hannibal? Yeah.
0: He'll find a show. He's, I he's fucking
1: good. love him. And the guy that they oh, got. Yes. To- <laughs> Your
4: face was delightful. <laughs> the guy that
1: they cut, They're bringing in uh, the guy that was in Chicago Justice that got canceled. Is he uh, going to play
2: the same character?
1: He's, he's coming as their new district attorney. And I he transferred just, from Chicago. I, yeah, I just got in from Chicago. Yeah, essentially. My arms are My tired. tired.
3: i flew in from Chicago.
1: He's supposed to be the son from the original district attorney at the very beginning of uh, Law and Order, from like the very first Law and Order show. Um Jack McCoy's boss? What's the something face? like Adam Schiff? I didn't watch <laughs> the beginning of Law and Order. I'm really an SVU person. Uh, little nepotism yeah. over here. Sorry. Taking over SVU. So, it was a fucking, like, I haven't had gotten that many different emotions from
4: an SVU episode in a while. <laughs> it was a roller coaster. Sounds like it. Yeah. Sam, what about you? I have been watching the first season of The Good Place. <gasps> me too. I just started this Yeah, Yeah, everyone kept telling me to watch it, and I did, and I'm very glad Michael Schur has nailed it once again, being awesome at comedies. Um, I I don't know. I'm really excited to keep going with it. It is delightful.
0: Has season two been spoiled for you yet?
4: No, but I know That's that there, I know there's a big twist. Please don't tell me. I'm not going to say anything. I, I wasn't going to. I'm just asking because I, actually, I it, like it, season two more than season one. I like that there's like this weird sexual tension between uh, between Eleanor and Tahani, and I hope that goes somewhere.
0: <laughs> I don't want to say. A single I have thing. not
4: noticed that yet. <laughs> Dude, they're oh, always like. Oh, farted. it's there. <laughs> I was like, You're so beautiful, and it's not like Anne and Leslie. It's more like.
0: There's Leslie one <laughs> uh, There's a line I want to spoil so bad but I'm not going to. Yeah. Okay. Um but by the end of season 1 I was out of gas on that show. Like I was like all right, they they've said everything they're going to say. I don't enjoy it. I quit 3 episodes out from the end and then a friend of mine's like, "No, finish it." Trust me. And I'm like, eh, an hour and a half of my time, I'm good. And then eventually I finally did. And it's like, oh, fuck, they were right.
4: I like it because it's clear that there's a mystery. And I think I would have caught on to that without knowing that there's a twist. I just – I love mysteries. And I'm very – like – and I'm so excited because it's clear that there's something that needs to be solved here. Yeah. And I love I love that it's not focusing on that so that I can put the pieces together myself. Like, that's the quickest way to get me to watch TV is to pretend it's not a mystery, but introduce a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> See, I
0: was the same way, but by halfway through that first season, I'm like, I don't really care about it anymore. Like, I wish it, they'd it do stuff. lost something. a
4: little
1: steam in the yeah. middle. But it ramped up. Beginning is great, and then it ramped up at the end. Oh, okay. Right. Well, and then knowing season that, two, I'm prepared to get through the hump. I believe
0: agree. season two, episode two, or episode three is one of the funniest things. Oh, yeah. There's a moment ever. in
1: season two that I'm like, this made the entire show for me. No matter
2: yeah. when,
4: when they, I don't know how far in you are.
2: I'm only like five or six episodes Okay, in. but you
4: know about Jason then. Yes. Like, okay. Yes, yes, when yes. When yes. that reveal happened... I died. I could not stop laughing. Jason's I was like, my favorite character in
3: the oh show. Far and away. He's so funny <laughs> and
4: so dumb and just so sincere. Like It's so funny because even though he's a liar, like he's, for me, the only one that seems to belong in a good place, and I love him. Because he hasn't done anything bad, at least from where I am yet.
3: I, I just, being
0: d- they just, explain uh, why he's in a bad place in one line of dialogue, one line of dialogue and it's fucking Perfect. Okay. I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's <laughs> but anyway, so good. Yeah. So that's Question. what I've been up to, and I love it. It's, it's on Netflix, right? Yes, yes yeah. that's yeah. why I've been watching. Sweet. It. It's only the first season I on think Netflix. Just the first yeah. season. Is, okay, yeah. Because yeah. cool. season two is over, and the ending is real abrupt, and it kind of upset me. Because like they end with like, wait. oh, I can't wait for next week, and no, it's just that ending. was the
1: end of season two. Yep. I just thought they're taking forever to come from the mid-season hiatus.
0: Yeah. Uh, nope. No mid-season hiatus. That was just the end. I'm not, it's like,
1: not mad. It's like what the <laughs>
0: fuck. <laughs> like,
2: that was such a bargain.
1: Fine.
0: Mackenzie, what about you? Where have you been doing?
2: Um, where have I been doing? I recently watched Alias Grace on Netflix. I don't know if anyone Never caught heard that of it. one. Oh. Nope. So it's um so it's based on a book by Margaret Atwood, which it probably um got made because of the success of The Handmaid's Tale. Um but it's really interesting. It's set in the 1800s about this woman who murdered up, uh, murdered a few people and it's kind of a mystery in terms of did she really do it did she not do it was there other factors involved because she claims not to remember anything so the whole series is her like recounting her memories to this doctor and trying him trying to figure out if she's crazy or if she's not crazy or did she do it did she not do it and um it's left a little ambiguous at the end it's left maybe a little bit supernatural but maybe not supernatural it's hmm. it's really interesting
0: hmm. i never heard of it but I'll check it
3: out.
2: Check it out. least yeah. Grace.
0: Uh, so that brings us to today's episode. On Ladybird and, and Honking Horns apparently. That would be a car alarm. Yeah. I don't I don't I'm not even sure if it's picking up. So we're just going to move right uh, with it. Um so Ladybird came out uh, late last year. Uh, I cost a whopping 10 million, went on to make around 50. Uh so good for Greta Gerwig. Nice. Uh, and company. Uh, the review I will read this week, I think, is uh, it's, it's pretty succinct. Um, I'm between like three of them, and I don't know which one's the best one. So there's three that are succinct? Wow. Yeah. I- I'll go with this one. Uh, I'm going with Honoka Kauska. Um I'm a- believing that's a woman's name. There's a character in a fighting game named Honoka who's a girl, so I'll go with probably a lady. Uh, she wrote this on December 22nd, 2017. Um. Here we go. The worst movie in existence. Literally can't even write a review. So bad. Bad, 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 bad.
1: <laughs> Zero out of ten. She's very articulate. Her level of vocabulary is almost presidential. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no.
4: That was, that was a
0: good one. No. Nice. Oh, boy. <laughs> she um, just needed sad at the end of it. That would great. <laughs>
4: You savage that woman the way she attempted to savage this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Only
0: one person was burnt this day. <laughs> well, technically, four out of forty seven people found that useful.. <laughs> 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 that ratio, though. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Uh, so that's what that is. Uh, so, oh, why did I always close my laptop? I don't know. Before we <laughs> jump into our opinion on this movie, we need to figure out what we're talking about. And we do that with something we call a 30-second breakdown. Uh, Mackenzie, are you excited for this?
2: Um, I haven't practiced it, and so I don't really know what I'm going to say. Uh, Perfect. Other than your succinct growing up. Um, but I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Okay. okay. All right. You ready to go? I'm ready.
0: All right. Lady Bird in 30 seconds. Here we go, 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 go.
2: Lady Bird is a coming-of-age film about a high school girl in the early 2000s who goes by Lady Bird because she thinks that she needs to be a more interesting person and wants to have a more interesting life. And she's navigating who she is and her relationship with her mom, which is contentious. And um, it's about growing up.
0: Yeah, that works. (laughs) Would you say she grows up in the end?
2: I would say she's on her way.
0: Perfect. And there's your 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, this movie, I, I want to preface in the beginning here. What what grade were we in in 2002?
1: I was graduating. You were graduating. I graduated at the end of 2002. I was a
0: sophomore. So she's a... A senior.
2: She, well, she's a, she's she graduates a, in 2003. Okay. So she's so a she's year a ahead senior. of me. She's yeah. a year younger Because
0: I graduated later. in 'o four. So where were you guys in high school at that point?
1: In, well, I wasn't.
0: Well, yeah, but okay. High school, life, whatever. <laughs> I, I would have O3. been... You graduated in 03? F- yeah. Okay. Freshman, cause I graduated freshman. in 06. I mean, that would yeah. put you... Freshman or 8th grade?
4: That's, I'm... Freshman, because three years.
0: No. no, no oh, sorry.
4: Well, I'm trying to think, because I graduated in 07, so I think in... I would have been in junior high, I think. You're like 8th grade, right? Yeah. Yeah. So
0: this movie yeah. is... It's, it's weird to watch this now, like, taking place in 2002, 2003 year Because it's basically made about the time that we were all right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this movie's not made for our generation, but it's about our generation, which I think is really interesting. Mm -hmm. It's Uh, weird
4: to see a period piece about your own time period. Yeah. yeah, It's it's, very strange. (laughs) This is the first
0: one that I can really recollect that like, because like Perks of Being a Wallflower kind of did that, but it was the 90s. So I would have been too young. And like
4: Boyhood was more my sister's age. Yeah. Because he was born in 94, just like her. She was... She was hilarious. She was like, that was so boring. I lived it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so it's something that took place after us. So this is yeah. like really the first one that I can remember that just nails right where we mm-hmm. were, which is mm-hmm. kind of interesting seeing it.
1: For production design, it can be a very complicated movie to make.
3: I could see that. Because it's the
1: type of thing that people aren't saving that stuff right now. So you can't just go to a thrift or vintage store and find it. Yeah, You have to try to find it from like thrift stores because your people are getting rid of that stuff right now. Uh, yeah, because it's junk to us. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's there's not nothing of value.
0: It's
3: not, not going to sell cool. it on Etsy yeah. yet. <laughs> it's just old crap. Yeah. 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 I don't anything to do with that part of my life. <laughs> it, well, that's how most
0: of us yeah. feel. So it's kind of interesting watching a movie that's yeah. all about that time. The and nostalgia
1: yeah. level for the objects of that time is not high. No. So it can be very hard from a design point of view to make the movie.
0: But speaking just of the nostalgia level and like making a period piece about, say, 10, 15 years ago yeah. where, where we were, it's interesting that like. The amount of stuff that they nail, like that, just is pure early two thousand. Like yeah. they did the Greta. Did Greta write the movie as well, or did she? Yes, just she, direct, direct, yeah. she wrote. She wrote directed. Okay, she nailed the dialogue of that era like so well that like it didn't even dawn on me like things that we kind of phased out of saying that are still there. That when we say now it's a joke, but when then it was totally normal. And the one that I'm going for is Timothy's line of, "Oh yeah, she's hella tight." Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's yeah. also so California at the time too. Like, yeah. I, I oh, mean, yeah. I guess people said that in my high school, but it wasn't really.
3: S- we thing. said it all. Such
4: a NorCal thing,
2: though. Like, yeah.
3: yeah.
4: And yeah. I don't remember Francisco Or Sacramento really. or whatever. That's, like, that's such a NorCal yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Because we said it in my high school, but it was always as a joke and more of like a, a South Park. Because like when yeah, Cartman starts hella. saying "hella" all the time, <laughs> "hella," 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 like that's how we started saying it. But yeah. it's still something that was like that time period. And like, I, it's really, just... I
1: remember saying "sweet" a lot back then. Yeah, yeah. sweet yep, dude. Sweet.
0: I still say sweet. both of those, which is yeah. embarrassing, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a writer. <laughs> sweet, sweet dude. Total yeah, sweet. Hella <laughs> <Tala> tight. Uh, <laughs> <Tala> tight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I think is the dialogue and like the look of the movie that I think they nailed so perfectly that just from the get go you're just in that world. Mm-hmm. Like and it's something that, like every single like coming of age movie especially it's telling a story that's not the time that it is right now tries to hit and this one did it so well that it didn't feel like it was ever showing off. It was never like like when you watch a movie from the 80s it's like look at how 80s this is. This one was really subtle and just kind of downplayed it but still existed in that time frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's
4: I'm there's a weird, moment too with the cell phone. Yeah. So they were like, "You all don't right. have one," and then they pulled out. It wasn't. I mean, it was just like the little Nokia that everybody had. Well, not yeah. everybody had. That no, was the only thing. special not, people. Yeah, yeah, not everybody yeah. had a cell phone. It was really. Funny I had to my see. flip phone. I
0: didn't even have a flip phone. I had. It was more like the phone that the guys it like. It's a little brick. It was yeah. like a, like the size of a chocolate bar. Like that's everybody with wanted. Their, small
2: Your T nine texting. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I still have that phone. By the way, it's in the.
0: Cabinet. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. Perfect. Mine are all lost. I no, used to not be able. They're all to, with well, it. Yeah. We've
1: never, unless you've traded in your cell phone, we haven't gotten rid of an actual cell
0: phone. Oh, I'm talking about when I was in high school. I lost like a phone a month. Oh. My oh, parents God. hated me.
1: <laughs> I don't even understand why they kept buying you another
0: one. Me neither. I would have cut me off because <laughs> <laughs> you're basically just spending hundreds of dollars for me to lose something. Um, so, so I'm having a, a weird moment with this movie now that you've mentioned, like how naturalistic it is and how it just it puts us in this time. A lot of movies that try to take you back to the that you know those times of nostalgia. I have like a rose, rosy tint to them, kind of a um, rose tinted glasses, as sure, it were. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like it. It still feels unreal. It's like, oh, this is idealized. It's so like, oh, that time. This, it was just like I slipped back in time. Like I actually did some time travel in a weird yeah. moment. I was just sitting there. I was just like, I'm here. This is this, like it, things just felt so naturalistic and real in a it, weird way. And I hadn't thought about that until you just mentioned. it. I was like, Did wait. you
1: have a lot of angst about your capabilities? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was. It was this weird. This weird time of that yeah angst about the capabilities having some confidence but not and still kind of navigating this weird like even the way she walked it was like oh i I recognize that but i didn't think about it until just now just like we all kind of in that age range kind of walked that way yeah like we we were not quite precocious enough to be annoying but we had our moments sure but like that's it's one of my favorite things about this movie and like i've seen it only twice now like usually i've watched movies a bunch of times before we start recording. This one I've only seen twice, but both times walking away from it, I think that's the thing I like the most about it. And that's not trying to say anything else in the movie's bad. I think it's a very good movie. But for me, it's the world building that they did very subtly and just kind of made it exist in early 2000s that I haven't seen anybody try to do yet because it hasn't really been, like, we're not quite there yet as like a film going society. This is the first one that's really done it and did it very well.
2: Yeah. I also felt like when I was watching it, that it, yes, it's a period piece, but I didn't even really notice that it was a period piece for most of the time because it just felt so. the story itself is pretty timeless. Like, there's the cell phone scenes, but it's like it's not about the cell phones or when he's saying Mm -hmm. hella tight. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's 2002. Yeah. But (laughs) everything else just felt pretty, you know, timeless in terms of they didn't really call attention to it. Yeah. Because it's like this story is a story that could be for anyone at any time and any place. And
0: yeah. And I think the early 2000s, like, you look back on it, and it's kind of void of, like, its own distinct character, like, Mm -hmm. beyond, like, dialogue and a little bit of music, which they have in here, the dialogue, the Dave Matthews band, like, that sort of stuff. Um, But otherwise, it's kind of like a – it's one of those rare points where it's like we haven't really figured out what we're going to be yet. And I think by choosing to set the movie in one of those kind of gray areas, it gave it more of, like, a a timeless feel to it. So, like, you could – Picture it as now and I just have cell phones, the 2003 glasses. It's like, yeah, it still kind of fits. Yeah, and it really worked. I think it was a really smart choice to set it there because usually when I watch a movie that takes place in a different time and it's not motivating anything, I'm like, well, why would you do this? Mm-hmm. And this one, I think it just worked.
4: Do you do you think we think that because? That was like our time period. Possibly, though. yeah. It feels probably. very natural. I, it was so uncomfortable though, because. Of oh that. yeah, yeah. I mean, I I have like limited patience for coming of age stories as yeah. it is, because why would you ever want to revisit such a shitty time <laughs> in your life? But it, right. this one in particular it was just like such an uncomfortable watch, and and I, I think that's to the movie's credit. I don't think this was a bad movie, but I will never watch it again.
2: Oh, I will watch this movie ten more times.
0: Yeah, I I'll, I'll probably go back to it, but
4: like i was telling you maybe john because earlier. i had
2: did not have that relationship with my mom so it didn't yeah. make me uncomfortable well, to I watch
4: have, that. Like that but it's just it's more just like i was telling john earlier my my patience is pretty limited for like teenagers through early college students to the point where like i purposely graduated college early because i have no patients um i'm terrified of the interns at work like i don't understand i didn't understand teenagers when i was one and now like i go to the animal shelter and we have like 15 year old volunteers and i'm like (laughs) so 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 you don't like hormones (laughs) i guess not (laughs) I i think too like i was just not that i like, I had friends, and I had a pretty normal high school experience. Mm-hmm. It's not like it was torture for me, but I have worked so hard to block so much. It's just tremendously embarrassing, and I think it was very. It was a courageous choice for this movie because it didn't pull any punches in no, that regard. Like, yeah. she is an embarrassing person. Yeah. Like, if she were a real person, she would feel the way I do watching this movie about her life because there's. it was a really brave choice to make such an unlikable, honest... And, and, not unlikable like i'm sure she'll grow up fine but what a bad time in her life oh yeah to record and i get it like but it's yeah that's what makes it a better movie but yeah Yeah. well she's she just embodies a
1: person that from when i watched this movie it's her senior year and i think they don't expressly say it but clearly she's never really tried that hard and this i feel like this is the first season year of her life where she's actually trying but she doesn't even know how to try right well, so why? every so every because like, she's going to
4: graduate she's going to college no no yeah. but like the but she doesn't get watched. yeah yeah we expect it and oh, it man. made me have a lot more sympathy for teenagers because we expect them to invest so much in their future without any knowledge of what the adult yeah. world looks like yeah I mean. it's
0: it and this movie kind of nails that whole like you need to do this your life is in front of <laughs> yeah. you and like and but to a high schooler terrified. their life is happening now
1: So she's trying to navigate that the whole movie because she understands she's got to go somewhere. She wants to be something better than what everyone else perceives her as. But she's also, she's made her rut because clearly everyone says that she has a bad work ethic. Everyone kind of laughs at her about certain things. and like, I assume that she just was a big slacker this entire time until now.
0: Well, it feels like in like, I, I love Saoirse Ronan. I think she's fantastic, and I, I I like that Greta waited on making this movie till Saoirse was available. I thought that was a really good mm-hmm. idea because yeah. this was supposed to come out two years ago, and she's like, "No, I'm going to wait for her to be available. I'm going to make this movie with her." It was the right choice. Yeah. Um. But she does these things where I don't think her character has ever been challenged. Like I think no, like
1: she never tried to be challenged. No, no, I'm
0: not, that's, that's not what I mean. I mean like nobody's ever pushed back against her. Mm-hmm. I feel like people just let her steamroll. Like especially her best friend, who I think I, I didn't. I don't remember her name. Julie. Julie. And so, her dad. And her dad. But like these people, they do great performances. Like they're so good at this movie. Cause you can believe it. That like they've just let her steamroll. Because yeah. she's got a really bold and outspoken personality. And she's kind of engaging in that way. Where like she's you feel like you're next to somebody important when you're with them. Because I I've been that person. I've been that person where like that guy's super cool. I want to be next to him. And and then I'll be cool by relation. Right. And, and I feel like that kind of has her friend kind of embodies that. And then after a while, her friend kind of realizes, I'm being treated like shit. Mm -hmm. Like she tells her to skip class because she doesn't want to be alone. And like her friend stands up for herself like, no, I'm going by. And it's this great kind of moment that it feels like she's never had somebody say no to her like that before.
1: Yeah, that makes me wonder whether or not her mom was as serious against her beforehand. If her mom was letting her steamroll as well. And then suddenly they're going to colleges and
2: now her mom's just freaking out. Yeah, and like my daughter is being, unprepared for yeah. life. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it seems like they were the type of family who I mean, obviously very working class, like they never mm-hmm. got out of the hole they were trying to dig themselves out of. And so, th- you know, their lives were probably just about living their lives. Like it, they probably hadn't been thinking about planning for their children's future because they yeah. didn't when have the time to save. Yeah. Yeah, like, like And they had
1: already invested a lot in the sun uh, Mm -hmm. because... He w- they they don't really talk about it, but he was adopted, so they spent a lot of money probably getting him.
0: Adopted, went to a very good and school. And went to Berkeley, graduate. yeah. So yeah. they
1: spent a lot of money on him. To be
4: fair, in 2002, or like in that era in California, if you were a smart kid and you got into a UC, most of your tuition was covered.
0: That's true, yeah. So, uh,
4: okay.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. That's also why they're pushing so hard for her to go but to But he did live school.
4: away from
2: home, so like yeah. that probably cost money, and now yeah. he's yeah. bagging groceries and sleeping on yeah. the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: And, then, and also, the like, even though this is more a little bit like the mother and daughter relationship, it's a little bit more exaggerated in this case, but like on the fringe, like adults just didn't know what to do with us in 2002, 2003 at all. I I don't think the relationship is exaggerated at all. No, this was
1: extremely realistic. I mean, like in terms of
0: like, that wasn't like my exact situation, but the way the adults interact with the kids at that time was exactly. So, So like I wasn't in that exact situation. That's all I meant. Yeah, sure. But like... But I think, um, God, what's her name? I'm forgetting it now. Um, the girl who plays the mom. Lori Metcalf. Lori Metcalf. Mac- Easily, in in my opinion, her best performance of her career. Like I would like, like her career to win defining. Oh, I would supporting. love her to win. I, she I was want so good. I want her to win so bad, and I I love Allison Janney. Like uh, she used to come to my Starbucks every day, and we would joke <laughs> around. Like I, she would say, "Hey, Brian, good to see you today." Like I, I got to know her, one of the most wonderful people I have met. In Hollywood. I'm sure she doesn't remember me now because I was just a fucking barista. But seriously, wonderful human being. I want her to lose so bad. And <laughs> <laughs> like this performance, like because I've seen like Chewie and I were talking about it a little bit last night. Like we've seen the destructive, abusive mother and Allison and Janney nailed it in I, Tonya. Like she was so good. But this performance by Metcalf is like. It's just a real mom. Like, these are women that I have met. And you see the
2: love. You see she loves her so much and yet is still, like, a struggling mom who is very nitpicky and passive aggressive. Not because she doesn't like her daughter, but because she just doesn't know how to relate to her and how to encourage her in the way that she wants to. She
4: never had. It was that throwaway, not throwaway, but that line where she said her mom was an abusive alcoholic. She never had someone teach her how to mom. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: Exactly.
4: And she's exactly. doing the best that she mm-hmm. can she, with what she has.
2: She
0: does the best she can. She goes uh, uh, a lot more like tough love. Like she's one of those people who's like tough love is the way to go. Right. And, like,
2: Especially because, like she says, the dad is nice guy dad. Do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. Let's go and get Doritos and eat them in the car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I also like how they featured the complexity of the mother with her career in that regard. mm mm-hmm. Because it's kind of a cliche. Whatever you do as your career, a lot of times you don't want to do it when you're at home. Yeah. Uh, like for me, I'm always cleaning and organizing things at work. So when I come home, it's just like, fuck. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I never uh, want to tell these editors what to do.
1: <laughs> but for her, she works at a psych hospital yeah she's always mentally helping people trying to help Mm. them work through their things so when you get home she's one exhausted from doing that and two it's much harder when you have such a personal uh connection to that person to actually tell them more so the constructive things they need to say but when so when you're just that emotionally invested you're not as strong as you would be otherwise Mm
3: -hmm. and And there's passion fatigue yeah so she's just
1: she's just yelling the things that her daughter needs to hear but she's saying them in all the wrong ways (laughs) And
0: there's something about like when you see her the little glimpses like at work or at the thrift store or stuff like that where you get that like I I feel like a lesser movie would have villainized her she would have been like the villain of the movie and she's more of just like an antagonist like she's the one who's pushing her but not in a bad way at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind like,
4: of end up rooting, taking her side exactly. most the yeah, time, exactly. Yeah, yeah, a lot of
0: times. And like, there's something about the way you see her outside of her family relationship that I think really sink, like really brings it home. Like, she buys the gift for the guy at work, and he's like, "Oh, this is great. This is wonderful. It's perfect." Or she sees the woman at the the thrift store. And she's like, "Oh, how's the baby? Show me a picture at checkout." Like, she knows these people. Like, mm-hmm. she integrates herself in people's lives in this really wonderful way. Like, you and wouldn't you want love to get a Scene
4: her. with the the
1: priest. That was my yeah. favorite. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wanted to, them to make a sequel just to see what's going on with him. Because clearly he's dealing with some stuff. Like... Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I also loved when Lady Bird has the scene with Shelly standing outside smoking their clothes uh, outside the house. And Shelly tells her, your mom has a really big heart. And Lady Bird just doesn't see her that way. Yeah. And then when she goes to defend her mom against the guy who turned out to be gay and he's like telling her not to tell your anybody. mom's scary yeah. your mom's scary and she's like no my mom has a big heart like she's just <laughs> yeah. quoting, my mom she's, is warm she's quoting yeah. shelly because like she's never seen her mom that way yeah because her mom doesn't have that same relationship with her that she has with everybody else yeah
0: and they get close at one time the my favorite part in this movie is where uh they're kind of in the midst of a little bit of friction there and then they're like well what do you want to do like our favorite activity over the weekend She's like, oh yeah yeah, like it was just like they immediately to were to Open in houses. Yeah, <laughs> they were immediately in sync, and then the rest of the thing they had no dialogue there, and I was like, that's that a really great scene mm-hmm. to well, see that. And like, they
2: they have that same switch in the thrift store too when mm-hmm. they're like, oh, banging, beautiful, arguing, dress. yeah. Oh, what about this dress? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Like they yeah. they have that. They they do get in sync at times, at moments, and it's like you know that hopefully someday. Lady Bird will grow up and, they'll and have it, a better it, relationship. <laughs> my mom and I
4: were very much like that in a lot. Of, like every time there would be attitude, it would you could subvert it easily with like, oh, you look so cute at this. Like,
0: but like I, I, as growing up, I never, I'm not a girl, so I never had that relationship with my mom, but I would watch my sister go through this exact same thing where they'd be screaming at each other and then my dog would do something cute and they'd both be like, oh, look at the little of and it's just like, and like I, I watch. It's
1: being family in my yeah, mind. Because right. like I've told this to you multiple times, I'm looking at Brian. Uh, the more I know a person, the more they be either if they're, they are my family or if they start to become like family. Honestly, the more critical I get of that person because I care more.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you want them to succeed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's where it is with the whole thing between her. She's incredibly critical of her daughter.
4: Not as critical of the girlfriend. So she can be more warm to her and
3: stuff. Yeah.
0: It's just it's a really I think
4: too there's that point where you realize someone isn't going to go away, so you can let your worst self out. Yeah. Yeah. Like you you can trust them to see your bad side. Yeah. Or yeah, like you don't have to work as hard, so you so you don't. And (laughs) that's like we tend to treat the people we love badly when we're frustrated about other things. And I think that's what I liked about this was when she was having boy trouble is when things flared up with her mom. Not because they were talking about boys, but because that's where her head was at. Yeah. And she can't scream at the boys. She can't no. scream at her school friends, but she can scream at her mom. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and the the thing about the the two lead women in this movie is that I feel like they did both such a great job with their character that when they're not speaking, you can still see them, their wheels turning in character. Like, and mm-hmm. it's always there. And like, there's, there's some actors, like when they're not talking, it's like, oh, look, now Tom Cruise is standing there waiting to be Ethan yeah. Hunt again. And it's like- <laughs> Like Orlando Bloom yeah. in Lord of the Rings where <laughs> yeah. he just
3: looks- <laughs> I'm like
0: pretty. Orlando Bloom's just waiting to be Legolas yeah. again. Like there's like these moments where you can see <laughs> like people. It. They took the hobbits to Isengard. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> but like there's these moments with actors who are phenomenal actors, and I-, I love them. But you can still see them waiting for their next line because yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of movies are crafted around look at who's talking, and like they're even edited specifically for that. Unless you're doing like reaction shots, but a lot of times that's the way that it is. And this movie, I don't feel like I feel the performances were so strong across the board, where everyone was in character and living these moments as they were happening and it just like it
4: felt like Greta Gerwig's it was like the first good thing to come out of that mumble core movement yeah because she's so used (laughs) to just having the camera on and living in front of it yeah for some of her previous movies as an actor I think it it really showed how she was able to be a stronger director because of it and it was that was really cool because you could tell people were just kind of living in front of the camera and she was there to capture it
0: yeah Unbelievably well she, made. I
4: cannot wait to see what she does next. Yeah. It, like it was because she wrote everything so well. No one's ever nailed teenage boys quite like she did with oh their dialogue. God. What little we'll, shit. We'll move into them next. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. But> like <laughs> such a just a, difference in the type of teenage boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she just had such a. There was like so much compassion happening. Like you could tell that the people behind the camera were like loved these characters even yeah. at their worst, and that really came through.
0: Yeah, I, I, it came through, and I honestly like even like the lesser characters, like the brother who doesn't have a lot, still delivered a great performance. Like that, each one of them.
4: That moment when he and his dad cross paths in the job interview, oh, it, man, his yeah. it wasn't just like an arrogant son. It was like this realization that, that he's, like, he's an
2: adult the now. Fuck up.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but and I took it as like a realization of I'm an adult now, and I'm taking a job from my dad. Yeah. Like that just oh, and it he just, goes and hugs. He, yeah. He, he's yeah. the dad straightens his tie, straightens his tie and oh, I wanted to suck I, I yeah. cried a little I'm
3: you not gonna lie oh, that did. moment
2: just killed me
0: it's so it's so
3: rough I hope the
1: dad found a job I really did yeah Ooh. but Miguel God. got the job yeah. go Miguel go Miguel <laughs> Miguel better be giving them some money
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I hope
2: he's paying rent
0: <laughs> uh, but a little bit about the uh, the dudes in the picture uh, did anybody else go immediately with the theater kid oh he's gay
2: oh
1: the moment he said, uh, when she's saying, you can touch my boobs, and he said, I respect <laughs> you too much for that, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's gay. Because uh, well, uh, there could be the guy who respects the girl, but the moment she gives him an in, he'll take it.
0: And now he's you he's a have, teenage boy. Yeah, as a teenage boy, now you have bruises on your boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I can do what now?
1: <laughs> yes. Okay, that's respectful, and now you can move forward. He turned
3: Rocky Balboa down. on those breasts. <laughs>
1: it's when what you're heck? a teenager, and you turn down the sex, then it's like, oh, Okay. How she didn't immediately know that he was gay, I don't understand. Well, that
4: wasn't it's as much
2: of a three. Yeah. He wasn't out. She was probably never met an out gay person. But still. There
0: was no gay then. She should
2: have been no con- gay There was it totally gay then. She should have been not good
0: concerned. ones. It was all, those flip phones, right?
2: But, <laughs> she never been a, but, but we're to assume this is her like, first experience with that. So, That's true, yeah. So why would she assume? Uh, uh,
3: speaking like as she?
1: my teenage experience at that time, if I offered my boobs to a dude and he didn't touch them, I would be mad. I would have actually been quite mad.
2: But if this is her first time... <laughs> i never had like, boobs
4: to offer. ...offering that to a guy,
2: like, this... This is, a, this is the first time someone's turned her down because it's the first time she's offered.
4: So it, I think too I they were in a really take religious. My moves, they were in a really religious environment. That yeah. phrasing, that like I grew up really evangelical, not Catholic, but that phrasing really it was like I respect you too much. Like I remember kids in youth group. That was that was the dialogue that you had when you yeah. were with somebody. Was that like, was the cool way to
0: stay abstinent? Yeah,
4: yeah. I respect you so much yeah. that we're you know like we're gonna get married, but we have to wait and and.
0: Respect you so hard right now,
4: yeah.
1: It's and, and then I'm sitting in the corner going, Fuck all of you guys, I want to have some going on here. <laughs> yeah. But it's
3: just,
4: it's like a, that, that very much felt in line with kind of her environment. And it, it, it was clear he was gay, but that was more his performance than like what yeah. I expected her to know or not. I wouldn't have picked up on that as a young
0: girl. Just speaking as a guy, like if I was given the green light at 16, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the green light, yeah, well, but like, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, but like. But I think the kid played it well enough, whereas, like, to her, I could buy her going, like, oh, I guess that's just the... We're in a very, like, mature relationship where we yeah. respect each other. And I could totally see, like, that age of girl being like, yeah, that's just Especially because
4: he followed it up with, I love you.
0: Yeah. And like- it's like... As As an adult watching this scene, you're going, oh, he's gay. Oh, oh, he's
4: definitely gay. (laughs) He loves her like a hag. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she's a great friend. (laughs) I did love that they did eventually become friends, though. Which is great. I I love that was such a sweet moment when he came to her. And it it, it was nice to like her for the first time in the movie. She did something truly compassionate. Mm -hmm.
0: I would honestly say that's the beginning of the turn for her character.
1: Where she starts
4: to actually mature.
0: Well, yeah. When she starts realizing that she's not the center of every situation. Like, this was his moment, and he needed help. And, like, he reached out to her because she's really the only one. I think they really
4: did love each other as friends. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of connection there.
0: Yeah. Because it was just, I don't think, there's an argument for whether or not he knew he was gay. And he just hadn't figured it out yet. And we just watch over the course of this year with her in high school, him figure it out. And, man, Mm -hmm. we do watch this with such, like, uh, 2020 vision cuz even just at that age no one no one a knows what to do with you in 2002 2003 you don't know what to do with yourself and no one told you this crazy conflicting emotions of yeah like i got a green light what what do i do now with it where's, right. the, I didn't where's have the pedal that problem. Yeah, i didn't have that problem as soon as uh-huh. the green light happened for the most part i was like woohoo uh, but, but when you have that kind of like religious school upbringing it's even that more. green
4: light becomes really confusing yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah for if sure you had a yeah. more
1: like situation like that cuz i Went to two different high schools, and neither yeah. were religious.
0: So I, I didn't
2: I didn't he those. was not only in religious school; he was in Catholic school, but he was also in a very Irish Catholic family. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: So there, there's a lot he of like line him. about like uh, so can't find a like, girl to date who's not his cousin. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
2: So it's like not just his schooling; it seems like his whole life is 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 uh surrounded with this these rules and regulations. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the fact that he comes from an affluent family, so a lot of times when you come from a rather rich family, being the person that sticks out isn't really a good thing because yeah. they're supposed to be proper and all that blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I mean, he In addition so, to all like, the yeah. religious stuff. He pressures. specifically yeah. says, I don't know how I'm going to tell my mom. Is like That's the first concern he has. Nothing about Jesus or anything. It was about how do I tell my mom?
0: Yeah, it's going to be rough, kid. Yeah, because
1: that's <laughs> going to change their – for a lot of families like that, the reputation is so important that yeah. – having a gay child in that environment would change the entire dynamic of the family.
0: Especially in a place like Sacramento, Sacramento is a really big little town. Yeah. Like it's one of those places like, Oh yeah, it's a big city and whatnot, but we all know each other. Mm -hmm. So like they would have a reputation if they're a really affluent, like good Catholic, Irish Catholic family, people would know who they are. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side of that, let's talk about Timothy.
2: Oh, Timothy!
0: Timothy, uh, Timothy we,
2: Chalamet, who's in every movie last I brought a, uh, a, a prop face. this week.
0: Like, there, there's <laughs> his face for people not listening. Uh, he really does.
1: You just you look at him and you're like, you have so many like, just the same emotion I have towards uh, um, the Smith kid, Jaden. Jaden, <laughs> like when he starts talking what? about philosophy and stuff. And I'm just like, oh my
4: god! You they think he is a kid who was raised in both Hollywood and a yeah. cult? So much. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Because they
1: they like start talking about life as if, oh, I have everything figured out. I'm such an old soul. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, shut blah, up and blah. eat your Toblerone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really does have a perfect face for that.
2: Oh like, yeah. Oh, I just so I don't want to participate cat. in the economy. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to punch I just, himself. I just bad. don't yeah. like money. Says the kid who's super rich to yeah. the girl who lives on the wrong side of the
0: Yeah. We really also, easy to hate
3: money when you have went, a lot of it. Yeah,
4: we all went to private art school, art college. Yeah, like yeah. everyone sitting at this table. God, those chodes were everywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> those
0: those guys were such a pain to work with. Uh, and you're uh, directing one uh, like project. Assigned. Uh, oh, uh, there's a guy who I had to work with who actually looks a lot like this guy. I'm not going to name him here, but like my
2: What's he would number? just name him after. I mean... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll name him after we're done talking. But like he would just say things like, "I hate you a little bit." <laughs> Um, but I think
2: I know exactly who you're talking about.
0: All of that said, Timothy had a fucking stellar year last year.
2: He did. He was in all the movies. Yeah. He was in all the Oscar and, movies.
0: And he played a very different character in all of them, mm-hmm. and did very well in all of them.
2: I I half believe he's the
4: fish man in Shape of Water. Yeah. Don't know. I just don't know. We just so, don't know. He's I not mean, that tall. he is pretty dreamy. <laughs> he's yeah. So and so dreamy. is that fish man. Yeah. <laughs> fish oh. man can get it
0: totally uh
4: whatever yeah. no but like no i'm
0: agreeing with you
4: <laughs> they're, they're, even the man
0: under the fish suit he can still get it i oh, love that guy it was doug jones right doug jones yeah, yeah. doug jones uh,
4: is abe sapien he can always get it <laughs> he's so good as abe sapien um, but he so good at being a fish man he was we'll get to that movie eventually i'm sorry
0: um but the the, the character that he played in this movie like from his very introduction of just like the player in the band like immediately it's like I hate that kid yeah. and like yep. you just hate yeah. that oh and kid. then when you but find
3: but you also out-
4: totally understand why she would be so, like, oh totally
3: so yeah. So yeah. Yeah. he's
4: so yep.
2: mysterious he's so, so deep he's so cool
3: yeah
4: cause he's <laughs> like, like oh uh,
2: meet, meet me at the Deuce sometime and you assume and that's I, like a bar or I a assumed restaurant it was a not a fucking <laughs> parking <laughs> and lot and then it's like we're going to a parking lot we just went from one parking lot to another parking lot like
0: I totally did that so many times <laughs> as a kid
2: <laughs> even as a kid I hated
1: it standing around in parking lots I did not understand why that was a thing I, yeah. I hated that, that. as an adult cool. I see teenagers hanging out in a parking lot I'm like "Go the fuck out of here go to a park
0: I hung out in so many Walmart parking lots <laughs> wait really
1: <laughs> yeah at, at my area was the McDonald's in Apple Valley
0: everyone there wanted to hang out in that parking
4: no. lot and I'm like ugh yeah, me, we had Theo's yeah
0: I know I we, didn't I like mean, Theo's d- huh I didn't like Theo's oh
4: man they had the smoking side though
0: I know <laughs> Everyone told me how great Theo's was. And every time i go, I'm like, I don't even like it here.
4: Oh, my God. You have to go sit on the smoking Uh, side with the cool kids. Obviously, I spent a lot of time around (laughs) Demote.
1: My friends, we went to the really hip and alternative coffee shop, Vertigo. And we would sit outside and talk about music. God, I haven't thought about Theo's in
0: forever. (laughs) Flashback right there. Uh, This this took me back there Like, that... (laughs) That oh. was our
4: coffee shop. Oh. Yeah. Then, then had-
0: I got bought up by a major chain of people to start painting in there. And it was, yeah. it was very sad. I remember the first
4: time
1: I had an Afri-Cola because it was a weird bottle. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's what I cared about back then. <laughs>
0: um, but a little bit about his character. like uh, I totally get 100% why she was into him. I totally understand why she definitely grew out of that. Um, but there's something that he does in this movie that is horrible and i every like the first time that i saw it, i'm like wait is he lying or did he actually say that so the second time i wanted to really pay attention it's when she says she stops him cuz clearly they're about to bang and she's like i don't want to do this i've never done it before and he goes oh me too and it's like yeah oof
4: and then he yeah
0: and then later he finds oh no i think like six people you don't even know how many people. And I just, I love her response. It was like, well, I wouldn't keep track. Why would I? You're a teenager. Why wouldn't you keep track? Which is a very good response.
2: Yeah. Right. Like, you've been <laughs> having sex for maybe two years and you don't know how many people you've had sex yeah. with. Yeah. And he already knows, knows how to
4: gaslight.
0: Yeah. But it's like, it's this moment. i dated
4: that-, that guy before, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when she decided to leave the car and got out of there, like, yeah, it, in a way that was almost kind of like, in moments like those you almost wish you had looking back yeah done mm-hmm. that she got to experience hindsight 2020 in the moment and <laughs> it was cathartic in a way yeah and then when like she it,
4: goes to her friend's house that yeah. was so sweet and she got it oh that made me so happy oh
0: and just the i've had a dress for months like it's so good like it's just like <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a really great payoff to some like horrible shit
1: yeah because a lot of people honestly wouldn't have gone back to her there's a lot of teenagers that would have
0: no kept Mm. doing the wrong track yeah Mm -hmm. she would have sat there miserable at their friend mike's house or whoever it was just going i wish i was at prom right now yeah yeah and just been miserable and had a story for the rest of her life that she would have looked back on and laughed at how dumb of a teenager she was but she she got to do the right thing
2: or or have the strength to say she likes that song
0: which she shouldn't like. It's a terrible song. Okay, but, but like
2: everyone <laughs> ever else is cheating on it and she shirt. like has that. Still- she has the balls to be like, no, I love this song when all yeah. the cool kids in the car
4: are like, no, this sucks. The
2: that's clarity, that's yeah. still yeah. my
4: greatest fear is like talking about music with anybody because yeah. it's just been such a hot button. Like in high school, it was like you're either a music kid or you're not. And yeah. then like we went to it. I we went to art school and then I Whoa. kept dating these horrible versions of that guy <laughs> and eventually it was just like I don't have music taste. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, I, well,
2: I, yeah. I, I get that with accept- movies
0: all the time and I've just given up on it. Like, no, I like what I like and uh, I don't care. There was a moment of that where I was like, but I can do that at 32. Exactly. Whereas. When you're a <laughs> yeah. grown up,
2: it's easier. Yeah. When you're like, yeah, I, mean, I therapy, enjoy things, whatever. It. So yeah. when you're like, at that age, oh my God. It's a nightmare I like, trying to navigate your taste. I totally would have been like, oh, is that not cool? Like, I don't want to say what I like.
4: That is is my hell. Like, she lived my hell.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: But she also had, like, I wonder if she didn't have the reveal that he had been with many women, not just her or maybe one before her. Like, it's like, no, no, I just totally said a lie to get in your pants. Like, it's basically what he was saying. He's like, oh, don't Oh, no,
2: he says, no, I didn't lie. I haven't lied in two years. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Oh He's my God. Such
1: an <laughs> asshole.
3: I hate him so much. Uh, like, it's
2: very specific. Like, I told a lie two
1: years ago. I, <laughs> like, he definitely went into finance. Yeah. When <laughs> uh, he got older.
0: Or a lawyer. Yeah. Or writes poetry by a lake he, somewhere. He, he, <laughs> show,
1: he sold a bunch of bad mortgages and
0: caused
2: uh, 2008, guys. <laughs> or, no, he didn't do anything. He's yeah. living on his trust fund. Like, that's, there he In is. the
4: guest house at his parents' place, yeah. like, doing nothing.
0: Yeah, that's totally who he is. He had is. an
4: uncle in LA and is working for his production company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: But, like, it's things like this. Like, I, I feel like he's a real person that I want to go find and punch him. That makes me so excited for the rest of Timothy. How do you pronounce it? Chalamet?
3: Chalamet. Chalamet.
0: Chalamet. <laughs> so excited for the rest of his uh, career. Even like even will a
2: French name. Oh, yeah. And he's not But from he France. wasn't a terrible person in the other movies he was in this No, year. he
0: wasn't. He was in Call Me By Your Name. He was a very relatable, kind of That's the only one sad, I saw.
1: What other movie character? was he in? He was
2: also in Hostiles.
0: I heard you he was great in that Hostiles? but I didn't see it. He's really good.
2: Um he wasn't in a lot of it but he was very very good. Mm.
0: He's a he's a very talented young actor and I'm really excited to see what they do with him because he doesn't feel like he's going to try to follow like the the standard young actor thing of like put me in a YA movie. I think he's already been in one but like the YA movie to try to get into like Marvel or Star Wars and like that. Just try to like stay. It doesn't
4: seem appropriate. I hope no. he and Harry Styles from Dunkirk do something together though so they can just be handsome with nice hair. Uh, <laughs> throw
0: in Steve from Stranger Things they can all just like whip their hair together. But he's not as handsome. <laughs> sure. Yeah, he's
3: yeah.
4: Steve's all hair. Well, he
3: Steve's all hair. Yeah. He he's can't the one that. Yeah, yeah.
4: Those two, I know they're young, but they're.
1: Don't. If, <laughs> if they remake, they're a
0: bitch, don't worry about it. If
1: they remake Kindergarten Cop, I think Steve's a really good choice
4: well yeah steve's awesome i'm, I'm not like, I'm good not a kid. knock sure. on steve yeah. but like he's got a foot face, <laughs> <laughs> foot face. Uh,
3: they're, foot they're, face. they're definitely making <laughs> not trying him to
0: knock on him but foot face <laughs> they're definitely making him cool by standing next to him yeah, yeah. uh, uh cool. is there anything we haven't hit in this movie that, the ending the ending yeah
4: yeah mm-hmm. um i think that's what frustrated me the most
0: it has really? a very coen brothers ending of like ah, yeah. i guess we'll stop now well, I, I really just love the ending. I think it's really? great.
4: Okay, I love it. Explain it to me. So,
2: <laughs> I I loved that she's we see her starting to grow a little bit, not not a lot, because she she she's going by Christine now, her given name, and realizing I that got it's, a lot of things to say about that. Been, <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that that's a thing that people have to do, but like for but like her, Lady Bird's
4: not as cool as Chewy. Let's be well, honest. well. No, I'll go, down, I'll go so. down. my but feelings about Lady Bird, it because Ladybird
2: Bird like. She wasn't going by Ladybird because she feels like Ladybird her entire senior year let's say maybe even earlier but from when we see her in her senior year she just doesn't think she's an interesting person she thinks she lives in a like a basic town she's a basic bitch she's a, she's just wants to be interesting and like do something cool and she doesn't even know what that is so calling herself Ladybird thinks makes her interesting it's not because she connects with that name as you know, as, as an identity. For, as, as yeah. an yeah. um, So when she starts going by Christine again, I think that's really important growth for her because she realizes, like, Lady Bird didn't make her interesting. Like, sh- if she's going to be interesting, she's going to be herself. Um, but yet, she still hasn't quite grown because when the guy asks her where she's from and she says Sacramento and he's like, wait, what? And she goes, San Francisco. Like, she's oh, cool still not. town. She's still lying to try to be cool and then she gets really drunk and has to go to the hospital like she's still trying to be something she's not but she's has a little bit of growth and she gets the letters from her mom so she calls her mom and i i i love that i loved it yeah
1: i the i
2: end- think she's on a journey in college mm-hmm. she's gonna find herself
1: the ending spoke to me because she thought the entire film that going away to the east coast was gonna solve all of her problems mm-hmm. and yeah she thought she was gonna become more interesting because of it she thought everything was going to be cheery and then she gets there and she's alone Mm -hmm. like she I don't think she's ever been away from her parents she doesn't seem like the girl that ever went to camp so she never really had to experience life by herself before so she in a very passive way had a little bit of a meltdown which is why she got super drunk and threw up and and then I love the walk by herself when mm-hmm. she's going mm-hmm. back to her con not condo uh she's going to church well, yeah she goes to, to she's, church i imagine she's going familiarity. back to the school yeah. when she just happens to go by the church which yeah. is her where she finds a little bit of a grounding there because mm-hmm. uh, that's what she has is religion at that point yeah which i love she because she can take with
2: religion her. was not something we saw as something she connected with throughout the movie yeah. but when she's away and alone and away from home she finds a way to find something that reminds yeah. her of home. It's no.
1: something like comfortable mm-hmm. that so it makes her feel not alone anymore in that moment. And that's when she calls her mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She calls yeah. her mom outside. So the I thought that was a very touching sequence, and pretty much everything about what you were saying with the name is true. Because uh, like with my name, I w- I didn't choose my name. I was given it by my classmates. Right, and you weren't yeah. trying to make yourself more interesting. No, <laughs> uh, I just at the it was a weird thing at that moment where I just felt like Chewy, actually who I was, because I never identified with my birth name. Uh, and yeah, it's true. It's like she felt like she was someone who was just rebelling from her name, which mm-hmm. is like a very different, C- like, emotion. Yeah. And to choose a two-syllable nickname, mm. come on. Or a two-worded nickname. Uh, I did say
0: two-syllable Chewie.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not two-syllable, two-word. I mean,
4: yeah. yeah. I think, too, it's like, just in, annoying. in high school, you are trying on identities. Because yeah. she does, oh, like, sure. that... Throughout the movie, we see her try to hang out with the cool kids. We see her try to be a mathlete. We see her try to be an actor. yeah, Yeah, trying. She's she's trying on stuff, and Lady Bird's just part of that. And not her parents don't necessarily address her by that unless she forces the issue. But her best friend calls her Birdie. Yeah, which like yeah. weirdly does fit her, but it's it's a different identity even then, and she doesn't quite catch on.
2: Mm-hmm. But w- I like what? that
4: her mom was very accepting of calling her Lady Bird uh, for the majority of the movie.
0: Majority, except
2: when they were fighting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what?
4: just the true in anything. You can yeah. come up with the full names.
2: Why
0: didn't you like the ending?
4: I just, I don't know. Like watching people get that drunk just makes me really uncomfortable. If I'm being oh honest. for sure like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know that I believe that that's how she would have responded in that situation. Because she, as much as she was wild and made weird decisions, she was pretty self-possessed. Um, I did like that she went to church, though. I actually yeah. went to church almost every weekend in college because it did. It felt grounding, even yeah. though, like, I kind of, I don't do that anymore. But when I moved out to L.A., like, uh, yeah, it's just, it felt grounding. I like
0: how they shot that, too. Like, almost bird's eye view of, yeah. the, of the the choir singing and the church
3: a that ladybirds eye viewed
0: yeah but like even just the way that that whole like the choir was better it was more comforting like more unit more melodic and just even the structure of it was better like almost like no oh, this is actually pretty good like she had yeah. that kind of moment yeah. and I, I really like that moment
4: i the, but yeah the getting drunk it felt for the first time to me like instead of being a very specific Story about this girl, it felt like a standard issue coming of age movie, and it took me out.
0: Mm, I could see that. I feel
4: like a character. I I, like all the ingredients were there, but the drunkenness isn't what would have done. Like, I just don't think that's how she would have melted down.
0: The only reason why it felt real to me was she's constantly trying to find an identity that matches society's identity. Yeah. So she goes to college where all the kids get drunk. So she's gonna try Mm -hmm. to fit in, but that doesn't really. I agree with you. It's not 100% there. Like I think it's close and I think the idea works and it's not enough to take me out of the movie but I don't think it's the strongest thing in the movie. While I was never hospitalized for it, I did go far enough to be, have to be dragged back to my dorm by two very nice people who were like friends with me at the time but like they dragged me back, So I, I went there, did it to do it, tried, tried that hat on. I was like, this yeah. isn't for me. It was very defining in that it was like, Oh, this is what this is. Yeah. It was there was a, a sense of clarity afterwards that I re- really recognized in that moment.
4: It was funny cuz I I actually connected with her. Like it's funny the more yeah. I'm talking about this, yeah. the movie was uncomfortable because I connected with her a lot. Yeah. And I'm someone who even now I'm I'm a drinker. Like yeah. I, I don't think mm-hmm. it's a problem, but that's the that's my point. Like I've never I've never gotten so drunk that I've forgotten I've also never thrown up and I was just like I was like girl oh. we don't do that <laughs> <laughs> like, you try some other shit you, like, try a boy I, you know but like this is not what you do <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for that's me awesome. I guess
4: that's where it was like I related so much to her that I was like that's not what we do <laughs> yeah.
0: but like it was almost like like, odd, like an, oddly scientific like oh, I wonder what happens like let's yeah. try this hat on let's see where it goes I don't this probably won't turn out well also no, let's, we let's don't drink it. vodka <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, by the way, I do want to say really fast, Lady Bird better fucking done well in college because her parents took out a second mortgage on that house that they didn't like living in. So if she failed, I'm pissed at her.
0: Quotes. Quotes quotes i'm gonna go first uh and I, I had a bunch of timothy lines like i wrote down <laughs> nothing but timothy lines just because everything he says I'm, oh, i, <laughs> I don't even remember his actual name i just like in the movie i just like calling him timothy um so i'm gonna go for one that said to him just to break the grain because i think it is a perfect moment from Lady Bird where she realized this guy's been a total dick and liner the whole time. And the way that that accentuated for me was I was on top. Who the fuck is on top for their first time?
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I've got a quote. Go for it. It was also something she said to Timote. <laughs> <laughs> when, when she says to him, Different things can be sad. It's not all war.
0: I wrote that one down as to too. He's so I exhausting. I just, yeah.
4: I loved her frustration in that moment. Yeah. I, or with most moments with him where she was like, God, you're hot, but I hate yeah. you. He's being such a dick.
2: He's like, well, you can't be mad at me because like, we're dropping bombs on Iraq. Like, fuck
4: you.
3: Different <laughs> things can be sad. It's not
4: all war. It's a, it's a lesson I wish. I Someone also, had taught me earlier oh my, in life. Yeah.
0: Like, my God, his line of this, like, do you have an idea how much meaningless sex you're going to have in your life? Like, fuck off. Yeah, Maybe later, not my first time, yeah. dickhole.
4: God, um, this movie, like, like kids having sex in high school gets grosser and grosser the farther out I get from high school. Yeah. Like, God, don't do that, children. <laughs> <laughs> this is a PSA from elderly
3: parents. Yeah. So I, I have, I have it's
0: a, a bad idea. I have quotes. Go for it.
2: Um, This is from early on when... Lady Bird and her mom are in the car on their 21-hour college trip. Where did they go, by the way? Did they go to L.A.? Like, where were they going? I don't think they really did. I, they never, mean, say. I I'm they sure that it's
0: toward no, no. I they just toured California. Because they wanted to all, stay in All state. the UCs.
2: Yeah. Um, and her mom says, Miguel saw someone knifed in front of him at Sac High. And Lady Bird jumps in and says, he barely saw that. <laughs>
0: It's very... I just really like that. It's, it's pretty great. Because I like to imagine that's just like he was in the lunchroom like when somebody got stabbed. It's I like, love it's, it's, like
2: it's not a big deal. It. Like, yeah. It's, it's, like, not, it's not a big deal that there's violence in his school because he barely saw
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, the reasoning of a teenager. Yeah.
1: I mean, I can relate to that reasoning because I've said so. I also, I like the moments where she actually is the biggest adult in certain spots. Like do, you have when a, she... do
0: you have a quote to yes. re- resemble uh, that?
1: When she yells at her brother, you're never going to get a job with all that crap in your face. <laughs> True that.
0: And then he <laughs> takes and it out she, for the interview. yeah, he, he has to, to take it all out. Yeah. He like, it you're going to get a
1: job at the grocery store or Starbucks.
0: <laughs> that I love that that actually cut right through the bullshit for him. And he's like, oh, fuck, she's right. Yeah. Like, so there's <laughs> yeah.
4: there's moments of clarity from her. Yeah. I love so. that the lady who's, like, got a great union good union job, I don't know, but it seems <laughs> like it's good, has, like, a nose piercing right now, and it's just... I mean, it's one... I even forget I have
1: it sometimes. I think it's, it's cute. It's, I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm not you. <laughs> I mean, the, the I didn't like that in the 90s. The dudes with the multiple rings going through their lips or whatnot. I was always like, I don't want to make out with you because I don't want to taste metal the whole time. So
0: I had a lip ring.
2: Yeah, you got rid of it rather <laughs> fast. It's interesting, looking, looking back on it, how the, it's interesting the relationship between Lady Bird and her mom and her being so hard on her. And yet here's... Miguel, like, piercings all over his face, working at the grocery store. I like, think she
4: gave up on
3: Lori him. Laurie
2: Metcalf, get on
3: that. Yeah. Get
2: on that. <laughs>
4: well, he was smart and also adopted, so I think they handled him more gingerly than they yeah, did. That's yeah. true. He was yeah. just
1: older and already been through college,
4: so, like, she already
2: did that stuff to him, I guess. I guess, yeah. So, now she has to do it now to Ladybird. Don't be it's like him. Because, yeah, Ladybird's on, like, a timeline. She's yeah. about yeah. to go to college. That's true.
0: John? Uh, my line is from uh, Julie, which I found myself thinking about after the, you know, I'm still thinking about today, but uh, some people aren't built happy, you know, and as as you find your identity and kind of figure out how you are and things, it's like, there's just some things that you kind of work around That's Yeah, one yeah. of the hats that, and sometimes it's just, you're not going to be happy, like you're not a happy person in general.
2: I wrote that line down too, because I thought it was interesting how there was like this through line of depression through the movie mm-hmm. that they don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't really address um, like they kind of offhandedly say that the dad's been battling depression for years yeah. it's not just now when he lost his job and the mom says you know you, success doesn't mean anything it just means you're successful it doesn't mean you're happy Yeah. and Julie's saying some people aren't built happy and then the, the priest who ends up at the psych hospital like there's this through line of these people being depressed in their lives that never really gets resolved which I think is interesting
0: and the movie is very careful about it and very respectful of it which yeah. I, yeah. I do appreciate yeah it's-
1: I think so that kind of speaks to me at the very beginning of the 2000s. I mean, that's this post-2001, uh, 9-11 bullshit, and the internet was just starting
4: to be, become what it is. And,
0: yeah. <laughs> it wasn't quite the shitbag it is now. Yeah. It was also
4: right. the first hints of economic depression after the very yeah. kind of yeah. high 90s and...
1: Yeah. There's a lot of
4: people that were sad and they
1: didn't understand
4: why. Isn't that also yeah. when Prozac kind of became very popular to prescribe? There was it, kind of. Yeah. Prozac became yeah. popular in the yeah. 90s. Yeah, the
2: late yeah. 90s. Ellie McBeal uh. watching The Dancing Baby.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, after talking about this today, I've grown to like the movie a lot more. Yeah. Uh-huh. It happens yes. sometimes. Usually I'm pretty staunch in my opinion. Every episode of this I like something a little more <laughs> uh, my heart grows at least half a size I look
1: forward to Greta Gerwig's uh, uh, directing oh her.
0: absolutely I, so
4: far I like her more as a director than I did as an actress yes yeah <laughs> and, well
0: th- no one knew what to do with her
4: I was so happy she made the choice not to star in the movie yeah, yeah. either that was really cool yeah
0: absolutely She's I not... think
4: that would have been tough to see her as a 17 year
2: old
0: yeah <laughs> no,
4: but, I don't mean star but like she didn't find a role for herself right she yeah. yeah. made yeah. herself cough, a, a ben nun or something cough cough yeah yeah, herself. <laughs> yeah. (laughs)
0: all right so review system for today it's gonna be again i'm trying easy here i'll start going mean again in april uh i'm going with coming of age movies Mm. nice easy Mm -hmm. out there yawns
4: my name is doris
0: I don't even know what that one is. I don't
4: know well, it's either. a coming of age movie where Sally Field is old and learns how to live her life, and I found it very charming and specific.
0: Oh, Just I now like remember this. this movie. Okay, I
3: it's never saw good. it. You should it's remember really the poster.
4: Cute.
0: It's a good one. I'm going uh, Fast Times at Regiment High. Uh, I use this one a lot because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, but more so because it's a movie that it's like it's more of a comedy than Lady Bird is by a long shot. They're trying to be funny. Um but it also it's a coming of age movie where they do not shy away from the dark and shitty parts of being a teenager, uh, much like this movie does not. <clears throat>
2: Next. Um I'm gonna go with you already mentioned it earlier but the perks of being a wallflower. Okay. Only only because Yes, the movie was good, but I'm I really really connected with that book when I was a teenager, yeah. and um, I feel like I felt a lot of it brought me back to those times watching Lady Bird and watching slash reading Perks of Being a Wallflower.
0: I've got one, and Go for I've it. used it before for similar ones, but mm-hmm. Almost Famous. Okay, yeah, um, there's a, there's some moments in Almost Famous that like I relate to in a similar way where it's just like, oh wait, this is actually I recognize this this feeling this emotion, and there are some moments in there that do like they both do it very subtly in certain ones cool last but not least
1: well i'll go with uh, another coming of age movie that i never would have expected to like as much as i did the graduate okay yeah, oh, wow. yeah. the graduate uh i saw in college never had any interest in it before but it, i don't remember which class it was but i ended up becoming one of my top 20 films of my entire life that i've enjoyed top 20 favorite films uh Maybe top 10. I'm not sure. I haven't actually made a personal list like that in a while. Uh, but I had to... His is post-college. So he is kind of the Timothy <laughs> uh, in The Graduate, <laughs> where he's just kind of a douche the whole time. Uh, but yeah. it's similar, having a similar ending of, I made all these decisions. I'm not sure if I like them. It's a very similar ending in that way. Of, yeah. where it's just kind of matter-of-fact ending. We're ending now. And in The Graduate...
2: Good luck with your life. Yeah.
1: In The Graduate, <laughs> it's not happy. You're like, yeah, you made some <sighs> rash decisions and you just both ruined both of your lives and I really hope you can make this work because I don't think you love each other.
0: <laughs> Ruh-roh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's just the same thing with her is she just didn't seem to really understand what was going to be when she went away to college. Yeah. And I mean, I had that when I went to Chicago a little bit, but I... Not as far away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that brings today's episode to a close. So plugs. We'll go quick round of plugs. Check out our website, ATHpod.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes. I haven't been plugging that recently, but they do help us a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, more rates and reviews we get on iTunes, more likely we end up on Spotify, which is entirely up to really? our hosting service, but they have partnered with Spotify. So we're supposed to show up there at some point, but we are not top of the ranks. So any motivation to help us would be much appreciated. Uh, anything else watch Superstore yeah. Direct History Superstore Direct History
4: Uh, go watch anything from Illumination
0: Uh, anything specific you want people to check out
4: I mean no I mean DM3 is the only one that I've worked on so again watch the special features <laughs> for my name
0: and check out the ads for the Grinch
4: yes oh my goodness they're really cute the yeah. ones from the um, ones from the Olympics were really darling so.
0: they were they got me interested in the movie because <laughs> I'm usually the type of person like no more Dr. Seuss so I'm good with what's out there oh. this one looks good Yay. My and heart just grew two sizes
2: <laughs> And for Mackenzie um, Check out Angel City Pitbulls On Instagram, Facebook, Twitter See a bunch of cute pictures of dogs Of dogs Puppies <laughs> Yay. like big I like,
0: <laughs> I like caravans you know dogs? <laughs> Yikes <laughs> So thank you everybody for coming out And
3: Bye Bye, Bye.